Hello, everybody. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 35 of the Tanning Judgment Podcast. Welcome, 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 one and all. Grab your tickets, set the fuck down, and shut up. Hope everybody's having a great day, night, evening, whatever. I know I am. Just banged down a banquet. 32 gram of protein, fucking meatloaf, and... uh, and mashed potato meal. That's a lie. That's a fucking cap. 32 grams of protein. Get real. But you know what? It says it on the box. You know? We believe everything we read online. I'm going to read what's on the box and go with it. You know? Makes me sleep good at night. Like I'm doing something positive for my fucking diet. You know? When I know it's a, it's a sham. But, uh... Hope everybody's doing all right out there. Uh, had a great weekend. Low key. My first weekend staying home and not going up north. Sounds so stupid, but it's like I, I literally was like, all right, what do I do? What, how does this go? What what how what am I supposed to do on the weekends now? You know what I mean? It's not really like it's not really spring enough yet. You know, usually during the spring or summer. You'll see me, even the fall, you'll see me outside, leaf blowing, raking, trying to keep the yard up, you know what I mean? Uh, Attempting to keep my grass alive, that's a major deal for me, you know? Um, I'm very, I'm getting better at it, you know? I I don't give myself enough credit, you know? I, I, I am really, I put a lot of effort forward, you know? But it's like, grass is one of those things. It's like, you could, like, devote your fucking life to it. But unless you work for one of these bullshit companies that comes, you know, twice a summer and fucking aerates the grass and everything, your grass ain't looking good. You have to pay these jerk-offs to come and maintenance your lawn. It's just like, it, 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 it's, it sucks, you know? I've tried every product out there. I've... I, different seeds uh i've tried i've got this fucking little irrigated thing that tears the dirt up i put it on the back of the mower you know I, I i read the articles online and i go to the grass forums and i see you know what they recommend how tall should i cut the grass not what's too tall what's not too tall what's too short you know i've tried to follow the guidelines and it looks like shit you know but that's coming you know it's just it's not we're not there yet you know, it's just a little too nippy out there. The weather's a little, it's windy as a bastard. I hope we don't have another spring and summer like we did last year. Remember how windy it was? I might have even touched on it on here. It's like the the windiest year on record, I swear to God. I don't ever remember it being consistent, nonstop wind all year round. I mean, I was trying to leaf blow, and I mean Every time I would get the fucking thing gassed up, ready to go, fired up, the wind would just start going. And I'd have to, like, stop blowing the, the leaves westbound, and then the wind would start going the other way. I'd have to turn around. It took me, like, fucking, like, three days to do my yard that used to take me a year before fucking, you know, two hours. Well, I never that short, like, four hours, you know? It's just nuts. It sucks. But, you know. That's coming. Spring is in the air, you know? I went out. I cleaned the shop. Uh, got it all straightened out, you know, the other day. But but again, you know, this weekend, I'm like, what the fuck, man? What, what, what do I do? So, you know, one of the things that I usually partake in is, you know, there's a wing spot, J. Timothy's Tavern. If you've never been, you got to go. Uh, and that's in Plainville, Connecticut. It's a wing spot that my friend Aaron showed me. I mean, the place is just, I mean, the best wings, I would argue, in the world. You know what I mean? I, I Guys, I, I know it's a strong thing. You know what I mean? But trust me, you go there, you do the you do the dance, you fucking make the, 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 the pilgrimage, and it's all worth it. So what I did was I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go there. Soph had shit to do. She was going, I think she was going riding, you know, she does the horseback riding, shit like that. I think she had a lesson, so she was going to go do that. And uh, so I'm like, all right, dynamite. You know, I'm by myself. 
I'm like, I'm okay, you know, it's going to be a great day. You know, I got a little tray from Amazon my grandmother bought me. Thing's badass. You got to get one of these. If you don't have one and you're on the road all the time or you have a tendency to have eaten in your car because you're out all the time, Get go on Amazon, look up like uh steering wheel plastic, you know, plate, you know, table, whatever. I've got this little table. It clicks right into the steering wheel of my truck. And I mean, it's like, it's better than a fucking dinner table. It's amazing, you know, just amazing. So I use that. So, you know, usually if I'm by myself, I'll go there. I'll place my order. I'll, you know, I'm an iPad kid, as Nick says, you know, so I take the food out, boom, got a drink, everything's ready to go. And I just set up my, my YouTube and I watch the YouTube while I'm eating my dinner or whatever. And I don't, I don't care. It doesn't take away from the experience. To be honest with you, I actually prefer eating in the fucking car. I'm not near anybody. Nobody's farting. Nobody's burping near me. You know what I mean? I'm in my own, like, glass sphere, you know? This piece of shit truck I drive, the Chevy, uh, it's not tinted yet. It will be tinted. I mean, when you do that, you know, you can do whatever you want in the fucking thing. You can light a fire, you know, have a camp, uh, uh, roast weenies in the fucking cockpit, and nobody knows nothing, you know? So I'm like, I'm going to go by myself. So I start heading there about 25 minutes in. Now, I should start. Before I decided to go by myself, I contacted Nick. You know what I mean? It's his first weekend in a while that he's back and he's got to do the dance. So he, I'm like, he's probably just as lost as I am with the, with the whole deal, you know? So I call him up. It's, it's about 8 in the morning. Hey, what's up? Nothing. I go, what are you doing? Ah, I'm about to go help Jared move his sled out of my trailer. I said, okay, all right, dynamite, great. I'm like, uh, you going to do that now? He goes, yeah, in a couple of minutes, I'm going to get, you know how he is. He's nasally, it's gross. He's like, I'm going to go and get it, get his sled and everything, and why? I'm like, well, I figured we'll go to Jay Timothy's. He's been. I said, and there's a place called Boot Bond where he's been before, um, and they sell boots, you know, cowboy boots and clothes and shit like that, you know. And I mean, I don't know if I was necessarily in the market for a new pair, but I figured, what the fuck? I've never been before. It's on the Riesling, you know, so you go to Jay Timothy's and on the way back, you hit that. It's like 20 minutes away, already headed back the right direction. So, you know, you're in no danger. What the fuck? It's, it's another stop. So I go and uh, <clears throat> I I got a, by the way, guys, I got a fucking a wad of toilet paper up my nose. I had a fucking nosebleed like 10 minutes ago. I don't know why. I I've, I think this is the second time in my life I've had a fucking nosebleed. Go figure, right? Um. So I go, well, listen. I go, let's go to J. Timothy's. I go, obviously, it's 8 in the morning. You're going to do the sensible thing. You're going to get dressed in a couple minutes. You're going to go and, you know, help him move his shit, and then you'll be done, you know, in, in, a, in a couple hours. And then, you know, we usually leave for like 9.30, 10 o'clock. That way you get there. 11 11 30 you know it's it's an hour and a half a little bit less you know so you gotta be on your toes and if you get there at the right time you walk right in and boom you're good to go if you go at 12 you're fucked you're a dead man you know it's the place is mobbed standing room only i mean when does the band start you know so he goes yeah cool i'll call you when i'm all done perfect dynamite so i go i do my thing now it's like you know I take this shit serious. It's like fucking, uh, I want to say it was like 10 o'clock. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, it's been two hours. He hasn't contacted me. I'm out of here. That's it for me. You know, (laughs) that's as far as I go. So now I'm in the brain, you know, I'm in the mode. All right. I'm going by myself. Everything's good. Let's do it. Right. So I go get dressed, get in my truck and start heading out. And I make it about 25 to 30 minutes into my ride. I'm just on the outskirts of Dudley, Mass. And, you know, I'm making good headway. And uh, the phone rings. And I'm like, oh, God. And I see it's him. I'm like, fuck. I knew this was going to happen. So I answer the phone. I go, yeah, what do you want? He goes, oh, you ready to go? I go, where the fuck are you? He goes, oh, I'm in Smithfield. I just finished up with Jared. I'm like. So your trailer is still hooked to your truck. You're in Smithfield. 
That means you got to drive all the way back to North Smithfield, drop the trailer off, and then drive another 32 minutes to my house. I'm like, no way, pal. I'm leaving. You know, I'm out of here. I'm already like 30 minutes in. I'm fucking gone. You know, so he starts. Oh, come on, man. You know what? You don't want to hang out. You know, they put the fucking guilt trip on me. I'm like, like I'm some little kid. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, please. So I hear like sniggling and giggling. I'm like, what's that noise? You know, it sounded like a fucking raccoon. He goes, oh, Jared's here. I'm like, oh, I'm like, so both of you want to go. So he's like, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, well, how soon can you get here? And I hear the raccoons going. I'm like, what's this now? So he goes, oh, Jared's got to stop in West Warwick real quick. I'm sorry, Warwick, over by the airport. I'm like, whoa, 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 what do you mean? Did you not just hear the part where I said that I'm, I'm, I'm 30 minutes into my ride already and it's bad enough I'm sitting here waiting, talking to you, you know, and now you're telling me that you got to go drop the trailer off and all this shit and at the same time, he's got to leave where you are right now, drive to Warwick to drop something off and then drive all the way like 45 minutes to my house? He's like, yeah, pretty much. Just wait. So I'm like, nah, dog, I'm out. See you later. I mean, I don't, my grandfather got it instilled in me that you eat lunch at 11 o'clock. 10.45 would come around, man, tools down, fucking didn't matter what we were doing. We could be, we could be in the middle of tightening a, a fucking fitting up. Nope, tools down, it's 10.45, start heading to the restaurant, you know, and I mean, that's been my thing ever since. I eat at 11 o'clock. If I eat past 11, I'm aggravated, you know? If you ever talk to me and you go, oh, what'd you have for lunch? And it's 12 o'clock and I go, nothing yet. Turn around and walk the fuck away. Leave me alone, you know? So I'm getting aggravated. I'm like, all right, well, listen, it's already like, because at this time now it's like, you know, between driving already and sitting there, it's already like, pretty much 11 o'clock. I go, listen, it's 11 o'clock now. I'm supposed to be there in a half an hour already. And I'm already like a half an hour behind because I was waiting for you foolishly, you know? And he's like, oh, come on, man. You know, what else do you have to do? He puts the fucking trip on you. So the good guy I am, I wait. Long story short, they show up two hours later. We fucking get there. It's like one, you know, one in the afternoon. First time ever I've had to wait for a table. You know, we sit down, had a great meal. Both of them ruined their outfits. Like two fucking, you know, infants with their with their diapers full. I mean, literally, like when I say ruined their shirts and their pants, I mean demolished them. Both dropped a honey gold wing, smack dab on the center of their shirts, both wearing light shirts. Actually, Nick was wearing a sweatshirt, a nice, beautiful, uh, like, you know, nice light green sweatshirt, toasted, done. You get that shit on you, it's like fucking Lexanite. It ain't coming off, you know? So he's got that all down his shirt. Then it drops down to his pants. His pants are dicked. Then I look at Jared. Jared, same deal. He's wearing a nice, beautiful, amused gray uh, T-shirt. He's got to get a new one now. Um, Bam, right down the center. Just, I mean, like a huge... Mess. I mean, that wing hit every possible inch of that shirt on the way down for both of these guys. Then I look at his pants, dicked. I mean, like, everything was clapped out. So, Jared finished eating before us because, you know, he likes to be packaged. So, he finished before us. He runs downstairs. They got a gift shop. He grabs a t-shirt, puts it on. You know, he's walking back, doing the walk of shame. All the fucking, all the hostesses and shit, they're laughing at him, you know. They're like, oh, look at this fucking wiener, you know, wearing a shirt in the restaurant. So, you know, long story short, we finish our meal there and we go down to the boot barn. I'm like, you know, doing burnouts in the in the parking lot and, you know, driving like a fucking madman just because I hate my vehicle, you know. And uh, we get in there first time, like I said, pretty cool place, man. You you need some boots. Psh- that's the place you're doing it. You want some hicked out pants? That's the place you're doing it. You want a belt buckle? Bam. Hats? Bam. I took a picture with Jared, and I had the uh, a cowboy hat on with my boots and my new boots in my hand because I ended up finding a pair. 
bam, that picture goes hard, 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 hard. You know what I mean? Crazy. So, and then, like, I'm getting shit from Nick. He goes, you know, because they're all looking in, like, the fucking, they're like a nine and a half or ten, uh, him and Jared. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm in the section for, like, twelve and a half. He's like, why the fuck are your feet so big? I'm like, because I'm a man, you know? I don't know what it is nowadays with everybody having a size 10 shoe. Every male I know has like a size 10 or a 10 and a half shoe. What the fuck is that kind of shit, you know? Tell me that you're a boner without telling me you're a boner, you know? Boner. But <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's the normal and I'm just I'm this fucking weird kind of guy. Whatever. So left there potted ways said we were gonna meet up later that night we didn't you know it's just one of those fun little things that we do we say oh yeah uh we'll meet up in a couple hours we'll have a fire or something and it never happens you know but what are you gonna do so that that was a lot of fun we had a good time nonetheless as we always do we always have a, a fun time you know just a couple of idiots in love with each other eating wings um Oh, before I forget, has anybody heard about this Gwyneth Paltrow thing? I was getting, I was on my news source, the tick, uh, not TikTok, the the Snapchat, and I see this article on TMZ about Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, court case, and you know, of course, they got the worst picture of her. She's got no fucking makeup on. You know, she's in the middle, like deep into litigation. I mean, she's like, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow in litigious affairs. Don't mix, you know? And I'm like, what is this about? And I thought, like, I was having, like, I thought I was, like, in the middle of a fever dream because I'm like, I feel like I've, see, I've like, dream, dreamt this before. Like, this can't be real. I, this is just some bullshit. But I clicked the article, and as it turns out, for those that don't know, this guy is suing Gwyneth Paltrow because she crashed into him on a bunny slope at a ski resort, and the guy broke ribs, and supposedly, it left him brain damaged, like, hello, what do you expect, like, I would love to say to the guy, what do you expect, you know, if I were her lawyer, I would argue, I go, I go, the brain damage was already done well before he ever showed up to the bunny slope, you know, because, I mean, this is just something that happens, I know people that go to ski slopes all the time and get tuned up, you know? But the, the the bunny slope is where you learn how to fucking ski or snowboard or whatever or tube, you know? Like, this is this is the crash course right here, you know? So I, I'd be arguing. i go, you know, the brain damage was already done well before because this idiot thought he was going to the bunny slope and he wasn't going to get hit. Everybody gets hit on the bunny slope. More people die every year on the bunny slope than than every black diamond across the country combined and added together. That's a fact. Run the numbers. You know? That's like going that's like me going to a gun range, right? Going, no, 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 no. I, I don't want to shoot any guns. What I want to do is I want to go and fix the targets for people. And I'm walking out there as people are live firing. You know? And expecting that I'm not gonna get fucking shot. Yeah. Okay. And then he's like making it a bit, you know, I mean, let's let's be honest. He's making it a whole thing because it's Gwyneth Paltrow. He saw her face and goes, I know this broad, you know, I'm getting a check. If it was anybody else, this guy would never have had broke ribs, no fucking brain damage. It would have just been another Saturday with the family, you know, but he sees her and just dollar signs replaced his eyes, you know, he just bingo sick thing, you know, and she's such a sweetheart, I mean, I don't know her, you know what I mean, like that, but I mean, come on, she's not some villain out here hitting the bunny slope trying to make cripples out of people, you know, she's the fat chick from Shallow Hell who taught us how to, how to love each other and, and see past, you know, uh, 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 social norms and, and, 
love people for the for their personality and not hate them because they're a fat pig or, or make fun of them. You know what I mean? You know, she taught Jason Alexander how to be humble to one another. You know, I mean, like, and also expose that Tony Robbins is a shyster, you know? Promises you something positive and you get fucking dicked out of it. I mean, come on. This is Gwyneth Paltrow. They, you know, this, 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 this killer attitude, crippler, you know, I mean, come on, man. This is, this is nuts. This is nuts. This is, they call her the cross-country crippler, you know? Stop it. You're talking out of your ass with this. It's just everything's a money grab, you know? Like, everybody is just looking for that. People are just figuring out that all these TikTok, like, learn how to be a millionaire in six months. They're, they're finally starting to understand that this is all a fucking charade and it's all fake, you know? So now they're just like, how can I make this money? You know, and they will do anything. The minute they see that you're famous, you're dead. You might as well just kill yourself if you fucking if you if you're a well-known movie star, you know, because it's just somebody is out there with your number on it. You know, just waiting, waiting to get hit by you. They see your car coming, you know, like the fucking uh Pablo Pasquale or whatever the fuck his name is from uh uh, this is it. I mean, uh, what's it? What's that show everybody's watching? I, I watch it too. Uh, what the hell is that show with the mushroom people? This is us. I don't know. Some something like that. And uh, oh, the Last of Us. That that's the name of it. <laughs> the Last of Us. I'm so stupid, you know. But like that guy, you know, somebody is gonna catch him leaving the filming lot one day. And just get mollywopped. They boom, just get T-boned by him on purpose. And they will take him. Next thing you know, he'll be living in a tent, you know, smoking coke out of a Pepsi bottle on Skid Row. This is the circle of life. This is Hollywood Life 101. Unless, unless Takashi, you, you, you're Takashi 6ix9ine. Because if you're Takashi 6ix9ine, which I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but he just got his ass handed to him in a fucking gym bathroom. This is like top tier shit. The dude rats, which I can't believe for the life of me, it took this long. For those that don't know, Takashi 69 is this rapper from New York. He's got rainbow hair. Um, I mean, this guy's just fucking weird, right? And he basically ratted and all of his buddies got major time. You know, I think it's in a murder, kidnapping, conspiracy, drug. I mean, you know how these Rico shit go. I mean, they just take everybody for everything. Once they get you for one thing, they're throwing they're throwing everything at you. Oh, while we got you in here, we heard that you're, uh, you know, you double dip, you know. Boom, 25 years to life for double dipping. You know, so he he went and he ratted on his buddies to save his ass. And he blames it on, well, they were banging my broad while I was in prison. Then don't go to prison, <laughs> you know? Don't go to prison if you don't want somebody to blow your wife's back out. It's that simple. This is simple. This is quick maths, you know? But he ratted him out. And, I mean, that was like two years ago. And everybody was saying he's going to get killed. Oh, my God. You know, they're not going to let him, you know, get away with this. And the guy has, like, been unscathed for, I mean, for the past, like, two, three years since he did it. It's nuts. I can't believe it, you know. But apparently this week, you know, some guys kind of went into the gym. They heard he was at the gym near them. They drove to the gym. He was either taking a piss or a shit or something in the bathroom. And when he was, you know, washing his hands or whatever, they just went and just bashed him. You know, it was three guys on one. Usually when you get jumped by more than one guy, you actually don't get too, too fucked up because everybody's trying to hit you. And they're actually just more or less like they're actually more or less blocking the other's shit you know because obviously they don't want to hit each other so 
you know, it, it's less personal, you know. But these guys, it seemed from the video anyway, like they were taking turns thrashing and bashing. So he actually did get jumped by three guys. You know what I mean? He got the ass whooping from guy number one, then guy number two, then guy number three. So he got it, got it. And uh, you can see the video. It's it's all over the, the internet. And his face is bloodied up. And, uh, you know, but there was no cash grab with that. They didn't run his pockets. You know, they didn't want no fucking money. They wanted a piece of that ass, you know, and they got it. Lord, did they get it. But I don't know. He's that dude is going to double up on. uh, He's going to be doubling up on security from now on. You can rest assured. But Like, what do you expect? Why are you walking around? You're, You're supposed to be a millionaire. Why are you walking around with no security after you just ratted on people? And why are you in like. California, move to Alaska, I would murder, I would sell my left ball bag to go and move to Alaska right now, it was like, it was like 56 or something like that today, and guys, when I tell you I was sweating, I mean, I was fucking saturated from head to toe, you know, I mean, like crazy, the customer I'm doing work for this customer. She's been a customer, well, this couple. They've been customers of ours for God knows how long. She's 90. He's 85. You know, and she's in there, and she's talking to me, and I mean, I'm fucking soaked. And she's like, oh, my God, are you okay? I go, listen, honestly, I just can't handle the heat. And she's like, but, John, it's only 56. I'm like, I know this, but I don't I don't know what to say, you know? I, I just don't know what to say. And, like, my armpits don't sweat, you know, but everything else does, you know. My face is fucking saturated. My hair, like, I mean, it's just, like, it's brutal, you know. I think it was muggy today for sure, too. So that plays a huge factor, as you know, you know. It's the first thing anybody that has ever been to Arizona, the first thing that they do, they love People who have been to Arizona, even if it was just flying over it, they live to tell you that it's dry heat, you know? And if you've talked to somebody who's been, you know, around Arizona, you know what I'm talking about. You're like, oh, my God. You know, because they, what they do is they bait you for it. They go, oh, when I was in Arizona, it was 105 And then that's when you're supposed to go, oh, my God, it's so hot, you know. And then they go, no, 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 but you don't understand. It's dry heat. Now, this only works if you're from, you know, the Northeast or from Florida, you know, know, places where you're near bodies of water and that mugginess is just kicking your ass all day, every day. You know what I mean? Um. And then they, that's when they tell you, you know, no, no, it's dry heat. They love for, they love that shit. Well, we don't have that here. And I guarantee you when it peaked today, it was probably somewhere around like 92% humidity. And at 50 degrees, when you're just coming out of summer and you think about it like two weeks ago, I'm up in Colebrook and it's fucking, you know, 10 degrees or zero or negative 10. I mean, that's a swing. That's a, I mean, think about it like, you know, the other way. Imagine it's 50 and our bodies are acclimated and then all of a sudden it's 50 degrees higher, 40 degrees higher. You know, it's 90 degrees. You're sweating balls. That's what my body's dealing with right now. And I'm not handling it well. I'm suffering, you know? And I'm like, do you pull the Milwaukee fan out of the truck, you know? When my guys, you know, when I get a new guy, that comes and works with me for a while, I always say, you know, you the, you need to understand the way that we bring tools into a job in spring, summer, and even into mid-fall, you need to bring in the food. And they're like, what the hell is the food? You know, the food is the first order of business. And that's the Milwaukee fan. I got this Milwaukee battery battery operated fan. You put the battery in it. You face the fan right at my fucking face while I'm working. And everybody's going to live. You know? 
if the fan is not brought in or the battery dies and you're not on your game, everybody in the house is dying. Everybody, you know, because I just lose it. I just freak out. I don't like the heat. So when I see people that can afford to move everything, their family, like everything that they know and love up to Alaska and they don't do it, I'm like, it's like a kick in the balls, you know? It's just the worst. It's like a sucker belly punch to the gut. You just like, like you just your whole life stops for a second. You're like, this is really happening to me. But what are you going to do? I guess it's not for everybody. Some people like the heat. You know, it's funny, though, because I, I can't tell you how many times people will be buying a house up here or had just bought a house and where they're fixing something. And they say, oh, yeah, we came up from Florida. And I always ask, I always make it a point. I go, let me ask you something. I'm like, did you always live in Florida? And I would say probably 95% of them say no, you know, and they go, I originally lived in Mass or I originally lived in Rhode Island. And I go, I figured, why'd you come back if you don't mind me asking? Now, you know, some people that are uneducated will go, oh, well, maybe it was the taxes, you know, maybe... Uh, the demographic, you know, I don't know. I know what it is. They say, honestly, it's the heat. It's too hot. Of course it's the heat. You're on a goddamn peninsula in the middle of the fucking Atlantic Ocean. You know, you're going to be, there isn't a minute of the day or a season where you're not going to be sweating. Your gooch, saturated, wet, soggy, moist, period. I'm sorry. It's the way that it is. I could never do it. You know, I hear a lot of people going on trips to Disney World and shit. Disney's going to have to come to me. You know, if I'm going to be walking around a park, you know, sweating my ass off to go on a ride, they're going to have to come to me. They're going to have to open up a spot in New Hampshire or, you know, in Quebec. I'll go to Disney Quebec. I got no problem with that. Won't be able to talk to nobody, you know, have to keep my hands in the pocket, in my pockets all day, but at least I'm, 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 it's a decent climate, you know, and there's less mugginess there. In reality, when you think about it, landlocked, but pipe dreams, that's what these are, pipe dreams. It'll never, ever happen. It makes too much sense. Anything that makes sense, people will not do it, you know? That's the world that we live in. Today, I'm uh, speaking of my job from today. You know, I'm like starting to realize how like delicate we are. You know, as we as we creep closer to World War Three and just everybody on the planet dying because four idiots that own nukes, you know, that can't wipe their own ass, you know. Our president can't fucking spell his last name and he's got his his finger on the fucking trigger and we got some idiot in Russia, some fucking hothead dying of fucking cancer who's got something to prove. He's already on the way out so he could give a shit if he blows everybody up. These imbeciles in China, you know, with their finger on the fucking trigger, they just want to be us so bad, you know, and we're dumb enough to give all of our business and keep paying for them to get ahead of us. And then some fat little bastard over in Korea. I mean, it's just like, what are we doing? You know, brutal times, scary times. And I'm just sitting there and I'm, and I'm ruminating and I'm like, wow, what a delicate creature we are. And this all came about because I'm looking at this tree. I just happened to glance over and I look at this tree. And I noticed that it's got these weird it's got this weird stratification going across it, right? I'm like, huh, that's odd. And then I look a little bit to the right and I notice that there's a fence. Now this tree is like two feet wide, right? At at, at the base. Decent tree. Probably you know, probably damn near a hundred years old at this point. And there's literally a fence growing through the middle of it. I'm like, wow. And the stratification on the side 
is literally like, remember back in the day when you would play with Play-Doh and you had the molds and you would just kind of like, it would sandwich the Play-Doh and it would like push like a, like a, like a Play-Doh turd out of the mold. You know what I'm trying to say? Like picture like a diamond, you know, a diamond shape and you push Play-Doh through it and it just like cobs a, a Play-Doh diamond. That's literally what happened. The, the tree literally went up against this fence at one point and just Play-Doh dookie cut it itself into the fence and then reformed itself around the fence. You know? I mean, this is crazy. We could never, as a species, be capable of anything remotely like that. It's insane. If I tried to do that, I'd be a dead idiot with a fence halfway up my ass. You know? Completely dead. We've got to be like the most delicate. I saw a fucking squirrel earlier this fall, right? And this guy is up in the tree. And I love watching squirrels. They just make me laugh. I just, I don't know what it is. You watch their tails. They're just so screwy, you know? They just... They're one of those animals I could watch for fucking hours. Some people want to go to the zoo and see monkeys and zebras and giraffes and 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 bears and pigs and boars and deer. No, I want to stay home and watch the squirrels. And if you've never done it, you got to do it. It's amazing. Because, I mean, let's face it. They're, they're monkey acrobats. They're, they're little tree acrobats. I mean, it's amazing. So I see this squirrel, right? And I've got this big maple tree next to an oak in my yard and I see this guy he's he's first of all he's fighting on the ground with another squirrel then he gets tired of that he runs up this hand now it's fall so the the leaves are down so I can see clear as day he runs up this 40 foot tall maple tree and the bastard he he jumps from that tree about 15 feet over to the other tree now he hits the other tree but I guess he couldn't get his footing. So he literally dropped 40 feet, bam, right to the ground. You know, he landed on his feet because, you know, the the whole point of a squirrel's tail is they can literally whip it in the air the other way, change their center of gravity, and flip themselves upright, similar to a cat. You know, cats do the pretty similar thing. I watched this guy drop 40 feet from that maple tree. And he just landed on the ground. He took a he took like two seconds. He got his bearings. You could tell he was a little shook up. But he literally I'm I'm not even kidding either. He literally got up, stood up on his hind legs, brushed himself off like a fucking like in the movies. He just brushes himself off. And then he gets back on the tree, does it again, jumps, makes the fifteen foot gap, and then goes and he grabs a, there was like a a cluster of those like little helicopter seedlings, you know, like from the maples, they they like helicopter to the ground. They're pretty cool when you're a kid, they blow your mind, you know? And I'm like, holy shit. This dude just defied the odds, you know? Because if I did that, see me, I dropped 20 feet, half the distance he, he dropped. There's just going to be a puddle of piss, shit, blood, guts, and regret, you know? We are so delicate. This little bastard that's like the si- smaller than my foot just survived something I never could. I'm, I'm just like, damn, we are screwed. <laughs> you know what I mean? We get into a car accident. You bonk your head. You know, I gave myself like a little mini concussion actually right before I was going to uh, lunch with the guys. I'm walking down the stairs of my house. And like my hat caught the top of the, uh, like the top of the, I guess like the doorway or something like that in my fucking going down to my basement. And it just, it rung my bell like you read about. If there's one thing I could talk to the big man upstairs about, I go, hey man, you got to give us a little bit more padding in the brain section. I mean, think about it. Like look at Billy Mays. Everybody thinks, you know. The guy was a god, OxyClean, you know, he was the guy that you would sit there on a Saturday morning, you know, just watching all of the, 
you know, the, the television programs and the commercials and shit on QVC. He was that guy. OxyClean. It does everything, you know? Fucking guy goes on a plane. They hit a little bit of turbulence. Hits his head on the window. Seems fine. Gets off the fucking plane. Falls asleep and dies. What kind of shit is that? You're telling me the OxyClean guy died because he bonked his head on the airplane? This is crazy. You know? Just scary, man. All it takes is to get hit in the right spot at the right time, and you are done. You know? Meanwhile, fucking deer hit him 60 miles an hour. The bastard just goes on his merry way. Car is clapped out. Smoking, radiators pissing and hissing, you know? Motors knocking like a Jehovah's Witness. I mean, just, just utterly clapped out. And the guy's fine. Couldn't be me. You know? That's why I live every day of my life like it's my last. You gotta enjoy life while you can. Buy a snowmobile. No, don't. There's too much traffic on the trail. Buy a side-by-side. Go out. You know? Crash. Do burnouts. Buy a mini truck. And a fake alien and ride around, you know, having people laugh at you. This is this is real life. This is what you got to do if you want to live life to the fullest. Quit your job, you know. Get on welfare and SSI, you know. Get on the good shit. Why work for a living, you know, when I can do it for you? Be an American. It's amazing where this podcast goes. I swear to God. It's like I, I, I start with something and then I just go and I'm like fucking saying the total opposite of what I believe. <laughs> Get on welfare. Yeah. That'll breed some real winners here. People are listening in Filipino markets like shit. America doesn't sound too bad after all. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. But, yeah, I got shit I got to do. So we're going to wrap this thing, you know. I want everybody to uh, to have a great rest of their week, a great weekend. Buddy of mine is is moving to Chicago, so I got a, uh, a going away party for him. So I'm going to go do that Saturday. Sunday is open if anybody wants to reach out to me. And uh, have a good time. Get me out of the house so I don't have to do anything. No housework. I know Soph was already chirping at me about doing something with the with the you know with the master bathroom. I'm like, oh my god. You know, she forgets that I'm a tradesman. You know, you go into any tradesman's house, and like if you're an electrician, the light you'll go into an electrician's house. The lights are flickering. You know, you get fucking electrocuted when you hit the switch. You go to a plumber's house, the toilets don't flush or they run, you know, or the drains don't go down properly or there's a drip coming from, you know, you go to a contractor's house and his garage is fucking toppled over on its side. You know, we don't do what we do every day at our own houses. I would literally rather pay This sounds ridiculous. I would rather pay somebody to do what I do for a living, what I could do for free at my own house. I've got zero desire whatsoever, zero drive to do that. So seriously, if you got nothing going on, you're like, shit, what could I do? Give me a phone call. Send me a DM, you know. Instagram message, let's get together because that shit I'm out on, you know? And for your homework, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to go out and listen to a song called Changes by its original. Well, I want you to listen to both versions, really. You know, 
It's called Changes. It's by uh, Black Sabbath originally. And it's not a song that you would ever expect Black Sabbath to sing, you know? Ozzy Osbourne is not the type to be sitting there and fucking, uh, you know, getting sentimental and shit like that. He's the last, he's, he's, the, he's the Prince of Darkness. You would never expect it. But it's an amazing song. I think if you've ever lost somebody you love, you know, the lyrics will really resonate with you. And uh, it's just a beautiful song. But I want you to go to listen to that version and then I want you to listen to the Charles Bradley version. You can find it on YouTube. I think, yeah, let me see. Yeah, it's posted by Toronto Star. That's the name of the account. Charles Charles Bradley performs soulful cover of Black Sabbath's Changes. This is the craziest shit ever. And it's funny because every time that I play it around somebody, they go, oh, my God, you've heard that, too? So a lot of you guys are probably going to listen to this and go, oh, my God, I heard that, too. I mean, it is fucking amazing. And this guy, you could tell. I mean, he's putting his heart, soul, every ounce of his body and energy into this song, you know? And he's singing it in dedication to his mother, you know? But, you know, and and, and I, I thought of this song because... Yesterday, I went to a job in the morning, and it was for a customer that, I mean, we've been doing her work for, I mean, even before I was born, you know, and wonderful woman, and I noticed that she wasn't there, so I said to her son, I go, oh, you know, I'm going to change, I'm going to change her name, you know, I said, where's, uh, where's Beverly? And he said, I, I said, is she out running errands again, raising hell? And he said, no, um, unfortunately, we had to put her, we, we had to put her in a, uh, you know, a retirement home because her dementia got really bad and, uh, you know, she really couldn't take care of herself anymore and she fell and it just sucks, you know? And then later that day, I go to another job and... You know, I'm 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 talking to this guy's wife. Now again, we've been doing work. I mean, since I was a little boy, I've been going there, you know. And I started going out with my grandfather when I was four, you know. So I mean, I'm out there and I'm like, you know, I'm talking to her and usually I deal with her husband, you know. So I go in the basement, she's showing me some things and she's like, I really don't know what any of this does. I'm new to all this. And when she said that I'm kind of like, no, really? Like, is this like, it it is so awkward, like to, how do you pry? But luckily, before I had to, you know, ask, because I mean, you know, I I like this guy. I care about this guy. He liked me, you know? I mean, we had a a good relationship with one another, you know? And I want to know, you know, what's up with him, you know? Maybe, and you know, obviously you always jump to the most dark thing, but I'm like, maybe he's in, you know, the hospital or something. He's went for a surgery. I don't know. You know, I'm just putting shit in my head and seeing what sticks. And, uh, you know, she said, oh, you know, since I lost John and I go, whoa, whoa. I said, I'm sorry. I go, I, I don't think I heard you right. I said, you know, did you, you said you lost John. And she said, yeah, you know, I, 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 you know, last, uh, I think it was like, you know, last year, which was well after the last time I was there. And I haven't been there until now, you know. And I said, oh, my God. I said, I'm so sorry, you know. And I it, I, I want you to know that, you know, he was a, a great man. He always treated us with the most utmost respect. And we appreciate him and his business. And uh, I'm so sorry for your loss. May he rest in peace eternally, you know. And it's just like. I got in the truck and I'm like, fuck, man, you know, every now and then you get that, you know, when you're when you've been around customers for so long and most of my grandfather's customer base were elderly, I would say most of them, you know, and they were all customers that, you know, were with him from day one. A lot of them, you know, had my great grandfather going over there, you know, so I mean. 
these people, you know, they we'd be working and they'd be telling stories and shit like that, you know. And I just, I've said it before, I love the elderly people. I could care, if you are 30 years old, I'm sorry, I could care less about you, you know, because I'm not going to get into it because we already been through this, but I could care less. The people that I care about are the people who have been with us for 30, 40 years that have always treated us with respect and dignity, you know, and, you know, those are the people that never complain about the price. They understand what you're worth. I just have so much respect for the elderly people, and it just kills me to fucking see these guys getting dementia and having to go to homes and, you know, or or worst case scenario, worst case scenario, passing away, you know, and uh, I'm just thinking about shit, you know, in life and the vicious cycle, if you will, you know, and I thought about changes and I'm like, that's a good song, threw it on, you know, thinking about, you know, the customers over the years and shit, so that's a good one, go check it out, you know. Not to get sentimental at the end of the cast, but you know the deal, guys. This is life. We're we're human beings. We're allowed to have emotions. Right? Wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just fibbing. We can have emotions. Just not here. But everybody have a great day, night, whatever. I love you guys. I appreciate the support. Please like, share, subscribe. Uh, follow the podcast. Give us a rating on Spotify if you have time. Um, we'd love to hear the feedback. And uh, let's keep the ball rolling. You know what I mean? We're getting more more and more views, you know. Uh, Rome wasn't built in a day, and neither was Taney Judgment Podcast. So let's keep the, let's keep the moment, momentum up. And uh, I appreciate everything you guys are doing. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you on the next one. Ciao.